everybody. It is a beautiful day, and I'm happy to be here. This is the Power of ADHD podcast. I'm your host, RJ Porfilio, and on this episode, we're talking about why you are so forgetful. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at rj.ilio, and let's get started. Yeah, so this week has been crazy. Um, Just for me, I'm going to talk about me for just a second. And so you're just going to hang out and listen because I need to just vent. (laughs) Well, not really vent, but just tell you that I've had a wild, wild week. Um, Actually, wild two weeks and a wild week to come next week. I'm excited, nervous, and excited and nervous. Um, The first one that was really awesome was getting to see my brother get married. That was so cool. Uh, it's, he's my twin brother, and he's the first marriage on my dad's side. So um, me and my twin are the oldest on my dad's side. My mom's side, they've had marriages and stuff, but we haven't really been to any, any weddings. Um, so this is like the first family wedding that I have been a part of, and it was crazy. It was awesome. It was great emotional, um, you name it. Well, however weddings go, that's, that's exactly how it went. And it was awesome. I just had so much fun doing it. Uh, I was in the wedding and so I was a groomsman. I got to, um, be a part of that, which is a really awesome, fun moment. Uh, it's my second time being a groomsman and it's just, it's just enjoyable. It's just like a celebration for somebody and you get to encourage them and hype them up and just make them excited and you get to be a part of that. And it's, it's just so awesome to, to be there and to be a part of that. It's, it's, it's an unforgettable experience. And also with that comes family in town, comes so many different other things that come with weddings. And so having family in town, you get to hang out with them. You get to do all of these amazing things. It's just great. I just, uh, I've had a wild, wild week just in a great way. Next week, I'm getting my wisdom teeth out. And actually, while you're listening to this podcast, I'm probably getting them out right now. Um, and I'm a little nervous. So I um, I don't have the best history with teeth. And so I need my wisdom teeth out. And um, that's I've been on a journey for quite some time to just get my teeth right. And it's important. Um, I actually was just making a piece of content about that and how important it is to care for yourself and to invest into yourself. And that's a different podcast for a different day. But um, so yeah, just surprise. Uh, this is a recorded in advance, in advance. So this is past RJ and, uh, this is before the wisdom teeth are out. I'm hoping that, um, I can just have enough pre-recorded episodes to, um, just do while I'm recovering from my wisdom teeth and then I can hop right back into it. So wish me luck. Send me some love on Instagram. <laughs> Say, yo, have fun, eat whatever you eat. I don't know. I got jello and mashed potatoes, and we'll see what else I'm going to eat. I have no idea what else I'm going to eat. Uh, that's the other thing is that I love the taste of food and all this stuff, and uh, so it's going to be hard not to eat like chicken and steak and those sort of things. So, um, you know, and, and with that, it comes with um, like craziness with ADHD, right? So obviously the the person that does the ADHD podcast has ADHD himself and I have to game plan certain things along the way because it's easy to forget things when um, you are in a moment of hyper-focus on one or the other thing. 
So right now I have everything that I have to do in my personal life, in my business life, and then in my health life. And so I need to try to organize things as best as I can. And that's what I'm doing right now. So making this podcast episode, making maybe one or two more, and just getting those preset just because I don't want to have to worry about that. And so what I need to do is just do it. Just simply go in, get the podcast recorded, and go. And it's really exciting to uh, be able to be an ADHD coach um, and do these podcasts and do these things because I'm so hyper aware of all things through ADHD. And so I get to learn these lessons and that I can teach to other people, but I also get to experiment on myself. In, In an old podcast, I was talking about how I can be the experiment, that I can spend all this time focusing on ADHD so other people don't have to, like you. I get to tell you different things about being forgetful and and how to um, go through that. And there's so many different stigmas that come with ADHD that I have learned. And the other thing is get to hear the other side, the negative side of what people feel like with ADHD because there's a lot out there. There's there's these sides of people who um, don't believe in ADHD altogether. And then there's the sides of people who don't want to give ADHD a platform. And, and we could go into reasons why, but really the whole thing is that ADHD has different stigmas. And this is beside the point of people that, that don't believe in ADHD. These are the people that believe in ADHD but believe that we are only these things. And and they're not all of these things. So what I wrote down is forgetfulness, uh, bouncing off the walls, so the hyperactivity, talking fast, and not being able to stay focused. And although those are huge in, in the world of ADHD, I mean, if you have ADHD, you've probably experienced all, or if not majority of these things, um, they vary differently depending on the stage you are in life. I don't really like to say how old you are. It's just the stage you are in life. So for example, if you are in school, the forgetful forgetfulness can be forgetting your backpack, forgetting your homework, forgetting, um, there's a project due. Whereas in, in the adult life, it could be so many different things, right? It could be forgetting a deadline. It could be, forgetting forgetting your keys for your house there's so many different things and the bouncing off the walls well you know you have the hyperactivity kids that are just all over the place and you have the bouncing off the walls in your mind whoa that's crazy talking fast and can't stay focused you know the talking fast is pretty straightforward every now and again you'll see people that talk really fast need to slow down because they're trying to keep up with their brain and then not being able to stay focused is is a very big one that that comes with ADHD and today we're going to be talking about forgetfulness and odds are you clicked on to this podcast based off of the title uh, just seeing the word forgetful or forgetfulness and wondering is this me like is this going to be me forever am I always going to forget X, Y, Z. And, and it's cool. Cause I get to, like I mentioned, experience so many different ADHD things, but also I have so many ADHD friends, my family members, my partner, she has ADHD. I swear my dog has ADHD. I, I don't know if that's possible. I, I have never done that research, but like she, she gets very distracted very easily. We'll be just so hyper-focused on the ball and she'll hear one thing and she's gone. So I don't know if that's I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, the, the forgetfulness 
is so much deeper than what what a lot of people think it might be. Um, it can be frustrating. And that if, if there's one thing that I constantly am working on with myself even, it's the not to get so upset if I forget something uh, because it happens. And because of that, because I've been angered at myself, I've learned how to work around it. Now, there's two different sides. There's the how you view yourself with your ADHD symptoms. And then there's how to physically work through things. So one thing I want to really make clear, and I'm going to make as clear as I can um, throughout this entire podcast, is talking about it's not just being like, oh, everything's good, everything's rainbows and butterflies, everything about ADHD is good. No, there's things that that happen with your ADHD that may frustrate you. And my whole thing on it is not the, oh, just try to make it good, right? If you forget something, you're probably going to get upset. If you forget something, that thing might be important. It might you know, screw you over and, and, and hurt you in a way, whether it's, um, you know, forgetting to do a deadline that could hurt you with having a job or locking yourself outside. You could be sitting outside in the cold or in the hot for so long. And, and it's just, there's different things with that. Now there's, um, you, these things happen, understand that. And to get so pissed or frustrated at yourself, that's, that's not fair for you. It happens. People with ADHD forget things. People without ADHD forget things. And one thing that I do focus on is how to adjust and adjust in a way that works for you. Because really, you can forget something, get mad, go grab it or redo it and then repeat the process. Next time it comes up, you forget it, you get mad, you do this. And you don't want to stay in that rut. You don't want to stay in that process of always constantly forgetting or what am I going to do with myself? It's so important to see something that you need to adjust and to bring it from your subconscious mind into your conscious mind. And what do I mean by that? Well, I always think that with a lot of things in life, especially when you go, damn it, I knew that. It's just because it was not prioritized in your brain correctly. And not that you're doing it on purpose, but it's just because there's something in the back of your head that put this in a lower priority. Uh, for example, let's, I'm going to use the example of like forgetting your keys because I'm staring at my keys right now. <laughs> you can go outside. I, I used to live in this apartment and I had crutches and I'd walk outside I'd crutch down the stairs because I was on the second floor. I'd crutch all the way over to my car because you guys know how parking is if you live in apartments. And then I'd realize I forget my keys. And I was like, oh my gosh, what the heck? And I'd get so pissed at myself. And instead, just looking at it and going, okay, you know what? I need to prioritize grabbing my keys because now I'm going to be late for all this. I'm going to have to crutch back. It's going to hurt my knee, this, that, and the other thing. And to bring something that may be bothering you from like, oh, this pisses me off every time I do it to going like, I need to do something about this. That's what I'm talking about. That's the important thing when it comes to being forgetful and how to work through that. So the mental side of working on forgetfulness is simply said, but not simply done, if that makes sense. So simply said means that I just tell you to think about it more. 
make it more of a priority. Talk about it more. Um, the deeper meaning is what is that thing that you are forget or what are those things that you forget? So if you are trying to get a deadline done and you need this done and you keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And then when it comes up, you turned it in late, you forgot to do it, whatever it is, the priority, plain and simple, was not there. So what do you need to do with making things a priority? Well, a great, great mentor out there and um, someone that I look up to myself, Tony Robbins, talks about the things called pain versus pleasure. And I'll be talking about this a lot in future episodes as well. Pain and pleasure. If we look at life with certain pains and certain pleasures, we understand why we do things. So high-level stuff. Cigarettes. Someone smokes a cigarette. They associate that cigarette that they're smoking with pleasure. They smoke it. They feel relaxed. They start to get the sense of whatever they feel when they're smoking it. You know, sometimes it's a memory. Sometimes it's a good memory. Oh, I'm hanging out with my friends. We got the fire going. It's relaxing. I have, you know, a cup of coffee and I'm smoking a cigarette. You associate that cigarette with pleasure. Therefore, when you want to quit, it's harder for you to quit because you're associating that thing with pleasure. Now, if we associate cigarettes with pain, you go, I smell cigarettes and it reminds me of when I got really sick and it was really hard for me to recover. And I was coughing up a storm and I was just, it was awful. I couldn't bear, I could barely breathe and it was just a simple cold and this, that, the other thing. And then when you associate these cigarettes to pain and you want to quit, well, you go, well, every time I do this, this happens. And it's not a, it's not an overnight switch. It's one of those things you really need to dig into yourself. And it's the same thing with forgetfulness. If you associate the project as something that you don't want to do, and we're sticking to the, you, you have a project, you forget the deadline story. You associate a project with something that you don't want to do. That is going to be time consuming. That's going to be boring. That's going to be this. That's going to be that. You are going to associate that with pain. Now, there's different ways to look at this, right? You can associate things from avoiding pain. So you can change that and go, if I don't get this project done, I'm going to get fired. If I don't get this project done, I don't get the team doesn't get the bonus. If I don't get this project done, I've let myself down. So you can still associate that somewhat with pain. Now, how motivated are you going to be? Oh, I don't know. You might not be as motivated or as passionate to do it. You might view it as like it just is a project that needs to get done so I can turn it in. But if you can try to find a way to avoid or to, to turn that into pleasure and put it into the front of your mind, it'll be a lot easier for you to do it less or, and, and, and really procrastinate it less is what I should say. And really what that means is you have something you need to get done and you associate the pleasure that comes with it. I get to use my creativity. I get to work from home on a certain day. Figure out what you need to do to be able to bring that thought from the back of your mind into the front of your mind. And then you can go, oh, okay. Now I'm enjoying to do this more and you can get it done. Now these are the forgetfulness of tasks, forgetfulness of things. And there's another thing that I really wanted to hit home with. And that is the forgetfulness of items. 
that thing can drive a lot of people crazy. And, and I like to try to make something small like this into a bigger subject for that exact reason of making it a bigger deal for your life. So yeah, forgetting your phone, forgetting your wallet, forgetting your keys, it's bothersome. But for those who do it constantly, you know what I mean, how much that really frustrates you. How much you really get upset when you go out to your car and you forget your keys. Or how much it's awful when you go all the way to work and you don't have your phone. Or when you need to go to lunch and the, you get the bill and you go to check your wallet and it's not there. Some of this has happened to you. Some of this, maybe all of it, it's happened to me for sure. I've lost my wallet. I've lost my phone. I've lost my keys. I've lost shoes. I've lost socks. I've lost it all. And what do you really need to do to be able to not lose those things? Well, I have three helpful tips that might be able to help you that I want to end off with so you can apply this. And then we'll kind of recap everything just for you to help. So the first thing is to give it a home. This one's the easier option. Um, this is when you have a wallet, when you have a keys, when you have whatever, you're going to figure out what those things is that you lose constantly. And I'm just using phone wallet keys because those are the most popular. But if there's something you're consistently losing, it's your Apple Watch or your AirPods or whatever, that needs to have a home. That needs to have something that you know exactly where it's going to be. And you need two homes for it. Okay. And the reason why you need two homes is because that thing is going to move, right? So for example, let's use the phone, um, the phone thing, the phone, my phone is either in my pocket or it's on the charger on my desk, nowhere else. My wallet, same thing. It's either, and here's the important thing. It's in my back right pocket and on my desk. Same, my phone, front left pocket, or on my desk. My keys, front right pocket, or they're hanging up on the wall, where I have a literal spot where keys hang and keys only hang. So then that way I know that, one, to put it there and to leave it there. It makes it so much simple. It makes it easier to just go, okay, I need to put my keys there, my keys go there, and then if they're not there, they're in my pocket. So then that way I don't lose them as much. And then you have those occasional times where you don't put it in the home. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not perfect at this either. I need to make that clear. I, I can't find my AirPods. I don't know where they are. And <laughs> I love those things so much. Couldn't find them. Um, they're usually on the desk or in my pocket as well. And there was just one time I left them out somewhere or I left them in my pocket or I don't know where they are, but they're not here anymore. They might have fallen out of my pocket. Who knows? That's when tip number two comes in. You need to invest into yourself if you're forgetting. Now, I'm not forcing you to, but you can always get one of those key tags. I, I talk about Apple products a lot just because I use them, not sponsored. That'd be awesome, but I'm not. But if you're an Android person or if you're just either or you don't really care, you have half of one, half of the other, whatever, it's good to have something that can track those things. So like a key tag that you can put on your keychain that will locate it from your phone. That way you can have a location to find the spot. You know, the find my, find my iPhone or to search for the AirPods, something like that. You can put a key tag inside your wallet. Um, whatever those things is that you're constantly losing, you can put that tag on there so then that way you can locate it. 
that's an easy tip. That one's easy. There's really nothing else to talk about it besides just to make sure that you don't lose both. <laughs> because if you lose your phone and the keys, then you, you can't track your phone because you don't have that. And you can't track your keys because you use the phone to track the keys. So you just have to keep those in order. And then the third one, this one is one of those things why it's so important to realize and be conscious of the things that you lose or you feel like you might lose. So for example, there's um, like I have a Bluetooth speaker and that guy doesn't really have a home and he doesn't get lost too often, but I know it's a losable item. I like to bring it around when I'm working on my car or if I, you know, I'm doing something inside the house. So it's all over the place. But what I'll do is I'll take a mental note and it's more than just looking at the case or looking at the, the speaker and saying, okay, whatever. I'm going to physically look at the speaker and say, the speaker is on my dresser in my room and look at it and visualize everything around it. Because what that's going to do is that is all ridiculous as it sounds, it's going to make that more up in your head more upfront there so you can go, okay, this is exactly where this item is. And then you're less worried about it because if I just set it out and walked away, well, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to get frustrated when it's not there. But if I look, because I'm looking, this is where my speaker is right now. It's on my dresser in my room. So then that way, when I'm going to look for my speaker in a few days, I go, oh, it's on my dresser in my room or your wallet. You go through the drive-thru, and this happens a lot. You will go through the drive-thru, you pull out your wallet, you give them your card, you put your card in the cup holder, and then you put everything else, and then you leave. You get out of your card, you leave whatever, and you freak out. You can't find your wallet. Well, when you go to pull out your wallet in the drive-thru, you give them, the, you give them your card, put the card back in, put it in the cup holder, and look at it and say out loud, my wallet is in the cup holder of my car. And it sounds ridiculous, but it's how long does that take? A few seconds, and it helps it so you stress out less, and you can get you can get not angry at yourself, and you can have that moment where you can go, okay, you know what? It's okay. I know my wallet is in my cup holder. I need to make sure that it's in my pocket, because every time I go out through my day, whether if I know I'm going out or not, my keys, my phone, my wallet are all in the same place. When they're not, I can take that mental tip. Now, obviously, this isn't the most um, 100% foolproof, but it's here to help. So there's so many different forgetful things that you can go through. And to recap everything, really, we need to make sure that they are more important. So what is the pain versus the pleasure? If I lose my keys, what is the pain that happens when I lose them? Ooh, right? If I forget a certain task, What's going to be the consequences? How can I make this task important so I don't forget it? Thank you so much for tuning into the Power of ADHD podcast. If you like this episode, share it out for the rest of the world to hear. I challenge you to apply one thing that you may have learned today so then that way you can improve your life with ADHD and unlock your superpower. Have a beautiful day.